Hello, everyone. This is Kimunya bringing you the Lead by Choice podcast. If you are motivated to lead but feel overwhelmed, this podcast is just for you. I will help you to regain your purpose to lead so that you can focus on a lifestyle that builds on your legacy. We will also look at how communication and branding are an integral part of any authentic leader. In today's episode, we will look at four leadership myths. Is leadership what some make it to seem? There is a misconception that leadership is about being strong, brash, and indomitable. That leaders aren't vulnerable and that they exude confidence. And above all, they have a right of access to anything they want. I love this uh, quote by Dwight Eisenhower. And he says this, You don't lead by hitting people over the head. That's assault, not leadership. Right out of college, I worked for a very difficult boss. I couldn't wait for my work day to end. He would have fits of anger and spots of cynicism. My heart would skip a bit every time he would walk into my office. Being around him was like walking on eggshells. It was miserable. This is a season I wrote more job applications than I can ever remember. But working with him was an invaluable experience for me. It taught me a lot about leadership. Here are four key lessons from this experience. Myth number one is power to the title. There is this big misunderstanding that leadership is a position and that your position on the organization's chart is directly proportional to the ability of your leadership. How many of us work our rear ends off for fewer letters on our business cards? Is that all there is to life? Everyday leaders gain support through respect and relationship building. They don't hold position as authority. When position is confused with leadership, the likelihood of rebellion increases. Myth number two is that all authority is mine. Control, coercion, and manipulation aren't found in any leader's arsenal. Leadership isn't about consolidating authority to yourself. My good friend Liz Tinselli puts it so well and she says, Power and influence is no longer held only by those in position of authority. It is shared throughout the organization by employees. Leadership isn't all about authority. It is built on humility, clarity, and courage. And courage is to bestow authority to those you lead. Myth number three is about talent. There's a school of thought that leaders are born and not made. I don't believe this is entirely true. Because leadership is a choice. You may be born into a family of leaders, but does that make you a leader? Warren Bennis says that the most dangerous leadership myth is that leaders are born, that there is a genetic factor to leadership. That is nonsense. In fact, the opposite is true. Leaders are made rather than born. And why is this? It is because leadership is a mindset first. People evolve into leadership. Myth number four is that as a leader, you have to wear all the hats. Sometimes there's a confusion between leadership and skills. It sure helps uh, when a leader is skillful. However, being skilled doesn't automatically make you a leader. There are those that go around thinking, without me, nothing can go right. This is far from the truth. Authentic leadership is understanding the power of delegation. Leadership that lasts is one where people are inspired by their leader 
Lao Tzu said, A leader is best when people barely know he exists. When his work is done, his aim fulfilled, they will say, We did it ourselves. And I want to share with you a TED Talk by Drew Dudley at TEDx Toronto. TED Talks are recorded live at the TED Conference and Partner Events. This episode features leadership educator Drew Dudley. Here's Drew Dudley. How many of you are completely comfortable with calling yourselves a leader? See, I've asked that question all the way across the country, and everywhere I ask it, no matter where, there's always a huge portion of the audience that won't put up their hand. And I've come to realize that we have made leadership into something bigger than us. We made it into something beyond us. We made it about changing the world. And we've taken this title of leader and we treat it as if it's something that one day we're going to deserve. But to give it to ourselves right now means a level of arrogance or cockiness that we're not comfortable with. And I worry sometimes that we spend so much time celebrating amazing things that hardly anybody can do that we've convinced ourselves that those are the only things we're celebrating. And we start to devalue the things that we can do every day. And we start to take moments where we truly are a leader and we don't let ourselves take credit for it and we don't let ourselves feel good about it. And I've been lucky enough over the last 10 years to work with some amazing people who have helped me redefine leadership in a way that I think has made me happier. And with my short time today, I just want to share with you the one story that is probably most re responsible for that redefinition. I went to a school in a little school called Mount Allison University in Sackville, New Brunswick. And on my last day there, a girl came up to me and she said, I remember the first time that I met you. And then she told me a story that happened four years earlier. She said, on my day before I started university, I was in the hotel room with my mom and my dad. And I was so scared and so convinced that I couldn't do this, that I wasn't ready for university, that I just burst into tears. And my mom and my dad were amazing. They were like, look, we know you're scared, but let's just go tomorrow. Let's go to the first day. And if at any point you feel as if you can't do this, that's fine. Just tell us. We will take you home. We love you no matter what. And she said, so I went the next day, and I was standing in line getting ready for registration, and I looked around, and I just knew I couldn't do it. I knew I wasn't ready. I knew I had to quit. And she says, I made that decision, and as soon as I made it, there was this incredible feeling of peace that came over me. And I turned to my mom and my dad to tell them that we needed to go home. And just at that moment, you came out of the student union building wearing the stupidest hat I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was awesome. And you had a big sign uh, promoting Shiner M, which is Students Fighting Cystic Fibrosis, a charity I've worked with for years. And you had a bucket full of lollipops. And you were walking along and you were handing the lollipops out to people in line and talking about Shinerama. And all of a sudden, you got to me and you just stopped and you stared. It was creepy. <laughs> this girl right here knows exactly what I'm talking about. And then you looked at the guy next to me and you smiled and you reached in your bucket, you pulled out a lollipop and you held it out to him. And you said, you need to give a lollipop to the beautiful woman standing next to you. And she said, I have never seen anyone get more embarrassed faster in my life. He turned beet red, and he wouldn't even look at me. He just kind of held the lollipop out like this. <laughs> and I felt so bad for this dude that I took the lollipop. And as soon as I did, you got this incredibly severe look on your face, and you looked at my mom and my dad, and you said, look at that. Look at that. First day away from home, and already she's taking candy from a stranger. <laughs> and she said, everybody lost it. 20 feet in every direction, everyone started to howl. And I know this is cheesy, and I don't know why I'm telling you this. But in that moment when everyone was laughing, I knew that I shouldn't quit. I knew that I was where I was supposed to be, and I knew that I was home. And I haven't spoken to you once in the four years since that day, but I heard that you were leaving. And I had to come up and tell you that you've been an incredibly important person in my life, and I'm going to miss you. Good luck. And she walks away, and I'm flattened. 
And she gets about six feet away, she turns around and smiles and goes, you should probably know this too. I'm still dating that guy four years later. <laughs> a year and a half after I moved to Toronto, I got an invitation to their wedding. Here's the kicker, I don't remember that. I have no recollection of that moment and I've searched my memory banks because that is funny and I should remember doing it and I don't remember it. And that was such an eye-opening, transformative moment for me to think that the, maybe the biggest impact I'd ever had on anyone's life, a moment that had a, a woman walk up to a stranger four years later and say, you've been an incredibly important person in my life, was a moment that I didn't even remember. How many of you guys have a lollipop moment, a moment where someone said something or did something that you feel fundamentally made your life better? All right. How many of you have told that person they did it? See, why not? We celebrate birthdays where all you have to do is not die for 365 days. <laughs> And yet we let people who have made our lives better walk around without knowing it. And every single one of you, every single one of you has been the catalyst for a lollipop moment. You have made someone's life better by something that you said or that you did. And if you think you haven't, think about all the hands that didn't go back up when I asked that question. You're just one of the people who hasn't been told. But it is so scary to think of ourselves as that powerful. It can be frightening to think that we can matter that much to other people. Because as long as we make leadership something bigger than us, as long as we keep leadership something beyond us, as long as we make it about changing the world, we give ourselves an excuse not to expect it every day from ourselves and from each other. Marianne Williamson said, our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light and not our darkness that frightens us. And my call to action today is that we need to get over that. We need to get over our fear of how extraordinarily powerful we can be in each other's lives. We need to get over it so we can move beyond it. And our little brothers and our little sisters, and one day our kids, or our kids right now, can watch us start to value the impact we can have on each other's lives more than money and power and titles and influence. We need to redefine leadership as being about lollipop moments. How many of them we create, how many of them we acknowledge, how many of them we pay forward, and how many of them we say thank you for. Because we've made leadership about changing the world, and there is no world. There's only six billion understandings of it. And if you change one person's understanding of it, one person's understanding of what they're capable of, one person's understanding of how much people care about them, one person's understanding of how powerful an agent for change they can be in this world, you've changed the whole thing. And if we can change, understand leadership like that, I think if we can redefine leadership like that, I think we can change everything. And it's a simple idea but I don't think it's a small one. And I want to thank you all so much for letting me share it with you today. That was Drew Dudley, recorded at TEDx Toronto in Toronto, Canada, September 2010. For more information on TED, visit TED.com. I want to call upon you to invest more in being rather than just doing. To be works towards building a legacy. You are present in body, spirit, and mind. Doing, on the other hand, entrenches you in the rat race. It focuses on activities. You can easily miss out on your vision and goals. Leadership is about capturing the moments, not just waiting for the events. And my question for you today is, which one word describes leadership to you and why? I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me on this session of the Lead by Choice podcast. You can also follow me on my blog, leadbychoice.co. And better still, grab your free ebook copy of the Game Changers Manifesto, The Seven Steps to Launch You from Existence into Significance. Until the next session, keep working on your purpose to lead. Building your legacy starts today. <music>